0: that you can use in your own classroom. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. There, you'll be able to find out about all of our platforms, as well as sign up for a free 30-day trial. Rosendo Ramos is a music educator who currently resides and teaches mariachi music in San Angelo, Texas. He was raised in San Angelo and participated in band and mariachi programs throughout his secondary school years at Edison Junior High and Central High School. After graduating high school, he attended Angelo State University and participated in ensembles which included wind ensemble, jazz band, brass choir, pep band, marching band, and mariachi ensemble, Rosendo graduated with a bachelor's degree in music education in 2011 and was quickly hired to educate mariachi students at Hector Junior High School in Odessa, Texas. Rosendo and his wife, April, lived in Odessa for two years before moving back to San Angelo, where they reside with their two beautiful daughters, Maya Lynn and Bella Rose. In his seven years at SAISD, Rosendo has directed award-winning band and orchestra programs and has taken the Lakeview High School Mariachi to the UIL Mariachi State Festival four years in a row. The Mariachi programs at Lincoln Middle School and Lakeview High School continue to grow with enrollment surpassing 150 students per year. Rosendo hopes to inspire students by opening their eyes to one of Mexico's most beautiful art forms, Mariachi music. He also wishes to enlighten the community on the importance of arts in education. Rosendo is currently taking graduate courses at Texas Tech University and hopes to one day teach at the collegiate level. It is my pleasure to welcome Rosendo to the podcast this week. Rosendo, I met you through Dr. Keith Dye in uh, Texas. He highly recommended you, said you're doing wonderful things, and it was great to meet you a couple of weeks ago at uh, TMEA, the Texas Music Educator. So, welcome to the podcast. We're thrilled to have you.
1: Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. It's been, it's been an awesome experience here with the music first, especially.
0: Great. Excellent. So, before we get into what you're doing at your program at, at Lakeview High School, and you're in San Antonio, correct?
1: Uh, San Angelo, Texas.
0: Oh, San Angelo. That's right. Uh, it was one of those. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, why don't you tell us how, how you became a music teacher? What, you know, tell us about your musical background. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear all about it. Yes,
1: sir. Well, I started, uh, I come from a family of nine. So I have I have six brothers and three sisters. Wow. My whole, my whole family is a musical family. My, my dad, uh, my grandpa was a mariachi musician in Mexico, and he traveled through Mexico and the United States playing with mariachi ensembles in the 60s, in the, in the, in the, early, in the late 50s, and the early 60s. And uh, my, my, he taught my dad, which my dad is, also comes from a large family, and they all became mariachi musicians. And uh, so then my dad passed that on to us, and I, I actually still have two uncles in Mexico that, that are uh, mariachi musicians, and that's what they do for a living. So they perform for a living. Um, and so that's how mariachi music has been in my life, and uh, ever since I was young, my, I saw my older brothers. I'm second to the youngest, so I saw my older brothers always playing instruments, and uh, and that was a, a great interest to, to me. So when I got into uh, middle school, or it was junior high then, uh, I I signed up for band, and I wanted to play the guitar, but they didn't have, uh, I but they only had the the vihuela. But I, I had to uh, the vihuela is one of the smaller instruments in the mariachi. And uh, my brothers told me that I couldn't play that because they already had, a, there was already a, a a guitar player, so I had to pick another instrument. So they convinced me to play the trumpet and so here I am now, you know, 15 years later and that's my main instrument. But I love it, absolutely. So I I started playing trumpet in band and I learned from the band director um, and he taught me, you know, the basics of, of, of trumpet and I learned how to play band music, I learned how to read music and I also was playing mariachi music and that's kind of how I played through, to, through junior high and high school, and then I went on to college. And, and Where, where'd, you,
0: where'd you do your undergrad?
1: I did my undergrad at Angelo State University here in San Angelo, Texas. Got it. And I'm working on my, on my master's right now at Texas Tech
0: University. Oh, that's right. So that's the connection. Very, very cool. Um, so look, you know, I'm going to admit it, I, I know a little bit about mariachi music, not, not very much. Uh, you know, here in New York, the only time you would ever see a mariachi band is if you went to a kind of a high-end Mexican restaurant. Uh, to be, I mean, that that's just w- where I'm from. Um, so why don't you tell, if you can, a little bit about you know the instrumentation, the tradition of it, if if you know, because I'm sure that um, music. I mean, mariachi music all over the Southwest is huge. There are um, one of my dear friends, Marsha Neal, who is in uh, the Clark County Schools in Las Vegas, a huge champion. Of mariachi music in schools why don't you talk a little bit about you know what it is and why it's important to be taught in schools i think it's it's very important
1: yes sir well you know mariachi music is is you know it's been around for i would say the last 200 years in, in mexico and it's of course it started as a small ensemble um it's very much influenced by by spain with the spanish instruments um, and it's very much influenced by Italy in a way as well through the operatic style of singing mariachi music. Um, and then, of course, during the time that mariachi was was coming together, uh, the French had occupation of Mexico. So that also has a big influence in the mariachi music. So those three uh, countries had a lot of influence on how that mariachi would would go on to become an ensemble and the instrumentation. And uh, so we, you know, the mariachi the, it really started kicking off with the with Mexican cinema in the early uh, in the 20s, 30s. Um, as some famous mariachi singers such as Pedro Infante and Jorge Negrete, which are very our uh, household names in Mexico, they started singing in the mariachi style and they made it very popular. And since then, uh, the more mariachi ensembles became. They started become more popular, um, especially for parties and and quinceañeras and birthdays. And quinceañeras, the sweet 15. Um, and so, you know, at that time, the mariachi started gaining a lot of momentum in, in Mexico. And, uh, and so the larger ensembles were, were regarded as, uh, you know, started, they started recruiting professional, classically trained musicians. And so then, the, of course, the level of performance in mariachi started getting a little bit better. And there was more uh, musical arrangements written by composers that were just for mariachi. And, and it, got, it, got, it started getting a little more complicated. And uh, and so through that time, uh, of course, the mariachi music. There's they have their singers that have become famous for singing mariachi music. Another famous singer is José Alfredo Jiménez um, in the in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And of course, now one of the more famous mariachi singers that is still alive at this, today is is Vicente Fernández, who uh, sings uh, mariachi music. And um, and so mariachi has always been one of the mainstays and mariachi music throughout all this time and so it's regarded as the music of mexico it's the it's a, one of the most symbolic uh features that mexico has you know you can go anywhere in the world and, and you hear a mariachi ensemble playing and anybody in the world can tell you hey that's a mexican style of music that's, that's right yeah and so you know that's a little of the history now music and education Mariachi in education, it started, I would say, in the late 80s, especially in the valley of here of Texas, which is, you know, um, Edinburgh and uh, Kingsville and all those those cities down there. They started a, a movement with some college students there in the late 80s and through the 90s. Uh, and then in the 90s, the valley really picked it up and, and they started really moving off through Texas. And, of course, in, uh, in Clark County, like you mentioned, they were also some pioneers in the mariachi music. Uh, and education especially and uh, you know i think this is the the mariachi music and education is really important because it it adds it gives students another avenue to have another sort of discipline within music you know it's not so much that it's band or orchestra or choir it's a little bit of all three of them into one ensemble but it also requires a lot of discipline to be able to achieve uh, you know because it's basically they're mastering all three things into one into one performance and they have to be able to do it and so you know that that helps those kids that were never going to be in band or never going to be in orchestra or choir have something that they they can hey I want to be a part of that and then they become a part of that and we can use that to help them through their and the education process as well because you know now that we're part of the UIL here in Texas we have to um, they have to pass or they won't play and so that that helps them keep keep their, their grades up and, and it gives them another avenue of, of where to you know to find themselves and music especially
0: all right i just got to stop you right there so absolutely fascinating what a rich history it's absolutely wonderful to have this kind of cultural heritage represented in public schools in texas and around the southwest i think it's Phenomenal. But you just said something. I I just went, what? And is that? So for those people that are outside of Texas, they may not know what the UIL is. Uh, That's University Interscholastic League, correct?
1: Yes, sir. That's correct.
0: And that is a formalized kind of um, uh, evaluation process that a lot of bands, choirs, orchestras go through in Texas on a yearly basis. It's, It's expected almost for teachers to bring their ensembles to that to get... A rating, basically. Are, are, is that correct? I'm just making sure I'm right on that.
1: Yes, sir. You are absolutely correct.
0: So are you saying that there's a formal mariachi UIL rating?
1: Yes, sir. Wow. Is, uh, that's awesome. Yes, sir. And, and it's fairly new. This is only the fifth year the, uh, for us being in the UIL and the governing body of UIL. Of UIL and, it's um, of course, there's a lot of kinks that are being worked out to the same, cause we're still We're still new. Um, and so there's a lot of things of where, whether or not, you know, this is a, um, if this should be it, the way the mariachi sounds or, so we're trying, we're, they're trying not to, you know, form, formalize too much the mariachi because, you know, it's, it's more of an informal <laughs> setting, uh, but they have to find a way to, uh, to, to give, to, you know, to get, get us a rubric that we can all try to follow. And of course, I think, uh, the main things in the rubric are, are the musicality part, like whether or not, you know, is there is there a good tone on the trumpet and the violins? Are they using the, the correct bow hold and, and stuff that is more fundamental to, to music in general. Uh, those are, of course, are the basics And then of course the style, just like you would, you would, uh, you know, judge a jazz band, how, how are they swinging? Are they, are they playing in the style of Duke Ellington or, right, or Count right. Basie? you know, that those, that's where the style comes in. You know, what kind of style is the mariachi playing? Is it a song or is it a, you know a, a bolero which are different styles within the within the mariachi genre.
0: Now now uh, this is going to be a silly question but again forgive me and, and I'm sure a lot of listeners want to know can you tell us what the exact instrumentation of a typical mariachi band is?
1: Yes sir absolutely uh, so the typical mariachi uh, a, an ensemble that you would see uh, performing at a concert would, would consist of uh, seven to nine violins Um two to three trumpets, a guitarrón, which is a, a bass. It's kind of, the, it's the bass of the mariachi. Huh. Um, a vihuela, which is not the Spain, not the Spain vihuela, but it's a, it's kind of a modification of that Spanish vihuela. Not, it's a Mexican vihuela, uh, a guitar, and uh, possibly more than likely a harp. Now the harp has been in the mariachi for a long time. It kind of went away for a little bit, but it's com- making a comeback in the, within the mariachi. And, uh, and that would be it. So you're looking at around 15 to 16 uh, performers in an ensemble. And then everybody sings. Everybody has a role of singing, whether you know one or, one or two songs that you sing within the, the set of, of music that you play.
0: That's fantastic. So the, the rhythm is primarily carried through the guitar section in terms of, a, like, there are no drummers in a mariachi band. Again, forgive my ignorance on this one.
1: No, no, absolutely. Yeah, there, there is no drummer. There, there are no drummers. Um, yeah, the rhythm is in, in the guitars are usually always the guitars and the violas are always playing the rhythm. They're, yeah, they're the it. ones that have the the harder rhythms, um, and the guitarron, of course, is playing the the bass part under that. So they they become the rhythm section and uh-huh. the harp as well.
0: So cool. So well, let me. So you're um you're teaching at Lakeview High School. Um, why don't you tell us about your program? So I'm imagining that you're doing mariachi, but, but give us an overview of the entire program, like what your teaching duties are.
1: Yes sir, so I, I start my day off at Lincoln Middle School, which is the middle school that feeds into my, my high school. I have four classes at the middle school level and I teach one class as, a, as an all guitar class. So I have about, right now, I have about 26 guitar students that I teach every day in the morning. And in this guitar class, we teach, I teach them basic guitar skills, how to hold the guitar, the parts of the guitar, a little bit of classical guitar, and then we start learning a lot of rhythm guitar, and then uh, uh, and I also, at semester, once the sem- first semester is done, during the second semester, we split off into the other instruments there in the mariachi, which are the, the vihuela, the guitarrón, and then I'm going to start helping, I'm going to start showing them the harp here pretty soon, because the harp is a little more complicated than, than the other instruments it takes Very. a lot of theory it takes a lot of theory to understand the harp. so you know that one's a, i i hold that one off to the students that i that are showing a lot of uh that are able to kind of grasp the theory side of it fairly quickly and so that's my guitar class and then after that i have a violin class where i have about 21 violin students all violin students so i teach them the fundamentals we use essential elements uh you know, as our, as our guidebook. And we, yeah. we, we, learn from them. We learn we learn scales, we learn vibrato, we learn all the, the stuff that you would teach any violin student. Um, and I don't teach them style. I don't teach them style until their seventh grade year. So I want them to have a really solid fundamental basis. Um, and then I have my advanced group at the middle school, which is a, is a seventh and eighth grade group. And I have right now about, about 60 students in that class so all by myself. So it's, wow. it's, a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and so we have all the all the instruments mixed together, and and that group at the middle school, and we start learning music. We start talking about the style, about the different song styles in mariachi, and then we start being a group. And then of course my my last class in, at the middle school is a trumpet class, and I teach them the same thing as I would like any fundamental class. Since I was a band director for for a year, and I graduated as a band director, I teach them you know the the fundamental methods of trumpet playing. And then I come to the high school and I have a JV Mariachi group here at the high school and I have a varsity group.
0: Wow. JV and varsity. Th- did they get a letter?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, wow. Yeah, yes, so sir. Cool. We, we, we got to go on to the, to the state, con- uh, the state contest last week was in Edinburgh and we didn't get the ratings we wanted, but every year they're improving and, uh, and they, they do get to letter and mariachi, and it's, a, it's, really, it's really neat. And it's, uh, this is only my first year now with the JV and – my second year, I'm sorry, with the JV and the varsity group here in, um, here at Lakeview. It's been tough getting here, but um, I'm finally starting to get my classes where I want them so I can be – you know, so I can have the kids be as successful as they possibly can.
0: So, so your entire teaching duties, you're teaching mariachi all day at the, every day between the middle school and the high school. Yes, sir. That's correct. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I'm. And no wonder why uh, uh, Doctor Die recommended you. That is absolutely so cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, very neat. Um, and let me I, before I get onto the tech side, I just have one more question. Just because I'm so fascinated about, it. do you think people that aren't so familiar with the mariachi style could effectively teach it, or do you really need to be in in you know in the scene to do it correctly? I, I'm just I'm wondering. Uh, out loud well
1: you know it definitely it definitely helps that that i play my Vianchi music and i've been playing for a long time um you know just kind of like there's there's certain little nuances that 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 uh, you you can really teach mostly by kind of going doing it yourself kind of like in jazz you know a jazz director who plays jazz uh with an ensemble can help their jazz ensemble hey you know when we're playing this we're gonna do this a little differently this is kind of how we do it you know and so you have these little nuances but that doesn't mean uh, that anybody without any kind of mariachi education can do it because all it really takes is now that we have so many resources like YouTube and all kinds of things, you can look up mariachi ensembles that are really good, and there's a lot of educational videos on YouTube that can help you. Um, and I and it's funny you say that because whenever the programs that started here in San Angelo, Texas, which were back in the 1995, um, were were started by an by an uh, an Anglo woman, and she she didn't know she was from Michigan. Um, from the state of Michigan. And she came all, all right. the way to Texas and she, and she was playing uh, in the symphony. She was teaching orchestra and she saw that there was kids that were Hispanic kids from Mexico that were interested in doing this different kind of music. And she just, she dove right in. She didn't, she didn't say no. And she studied all the music. And, and that was the first generation of my extra musicians here and San Angelo, and we're forever grateful to her. Her name is Dorothy Dalton. I'm not, I'm allowed to share her name, but oh, absolutely, is, uh, that's
0: it's, it's great. It's you know, I guess if you have the passion for it, it doesn't matter where you're from, you can do it. But it sure yes, helps. Sir. It sure helps to grow up in it, especially in a family like yours. So that, that I really, I really do appreciate that perspective, uh, Rosenda. Yes, um, so let's switch over to the technology side of thing because now I'm I'm totally fascinated how you're integrating well both music first or music technology in general into this kind of learning process
1: yes sir um you know what especially with music first I, i've been looking for a program um and then and it's and it's really important for me because i'm by myself and i have right now a program of about 180 students so i, I want to make things as easy I, as i want to be as efficient as i possibly can with my students so um, you know, doing all the paperwork sometimes is, is not, you know, not, I'm not able to be as efficient as I want to. So I've been looking for a, for a program that can help me uh, be more efficient with my students and be able to assign assignments that they can easily access through their phones. Because we all know that the kids are always on their phones now. They sure are. And so I wanted, to, I, I wanted to use that and see that. And so, um, you know, with Music First, I, was, I got to use it last year with Dr. Dai at Texas Tech. And I said, hey, this is a great program. I want to try it out. And uh, and it's been great. So I get to make assignments on the, uh, you know, on the music first and the kids. And I use it mostly for uh, recording. And I do post, I have posted a, a YouTube video of myself speaking uh, the words and having the words on a YouTube link. And then they have to repeat the words back and record the words um because it's really important for us the diction of, of speaking because a lot of the kids here still don't speak spanish so they have to make sure that they're saying the words correctly and stuff like that so the uh the way the way i use music first is in that in that way where i assign i've assigned scales I've, like i said i've assigned recording assignments um and then i have i have them all separated like i told you uh with the, the guitars are all in one group I have the violins in one group and then I can make, you know, it's, I like that I can make assignments just for the violins, just for the guitars and just for the trumpets. And, um, and it, it's, it's been a really, it's been a helping hand. It's been like if I had an assistant with me to be, you know, to be able to do these things a lot easier and just send it off. And then I can just listen to it at home and, and be able to grade them. It's been, it's been really nice.
0: Well, I, I love what you said, Rosendo, about the assistant band director. I wrote an article years ago, which which was one of my original ideas that that became Music First. Is that often music educators, specifically those in the performance ensemble arena, have a ridiculous number of students, and um, you know, at any one time. And then when we're supposed to be uh, that that rehearsal time is so precious. <coughs> Excuse me, um, and you know, to to take the time out to do, you know, assessments, individualized assessments for all of the students uh, would, would take, would, would just wipe out a week or two of rehearsal time. Um, and so I'm really happy to hear that you said that. Um, so what, what software are, do you have within your Music First classroom? Is it just, just the basic level or are you using things like Practice First? I'm interested. Yes, sir. Um, I'm
1: using, um, I'm using, I have Practice First. Which I use, I've used quite often. Um, I also have the uh, sight reading factory, which I've used as well because uh, you know it's really important for them to be able to to read music as well. Right. Um, and I and I also use, uh, I've used some of the music theory uh, things that that are already loaded on there that are free.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah.
1: Music, musictheory.net or something like that. I think that's what it's called. Um, and it's it's loaded on there and and so whenever at the beginning of the school year because every year at the beginning of school year with my with all my classes I do we do a review of of theory and I use that and I like how it you know you 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 click on it and it shows all the notes and it makes the sounds and it kind of it's interactive in a way Um, and so we use a lot of that and uh, but yeah but for sure practice first the recording um sight reading factory I'm I'm still I'm wait I'm wanting I've been looking a little bit into the uh the vocal one cuz I also have that one as well and I want to use that one a little bit more because like I said we also sing I'm just uh, you know this we we got the subscriptions back in November so I still have a little bit of time I'm still trying to work out how I can utilize everything that I have to my power
0: All right so you, um I when you were talking earlier are there commercially available um like charts for mariachi or are you writing everything yourself for the students or is it a combination
1: oh no uh there, there are commercially available um arrangements uh, that that are available through i think hal leonard has some uh, k joe's music company has yeah. uh, several they also have a, a book that they they have called mariachi mastery which i use sometimes that i use uh, for some time at the middle school as well um but yeah and but for our competition music i usually have an arranger arrange uh, arrange my music like a like a band director would have them arrange for the marching show so i have a i have a an arranger i tell him these are the songs that we want to do we have 10 minutes and so then he then goes and and finds and he, he we communicate back and forth and has to what we want here what what uh, instrumentation we want to accentuate which one is the, you know we want the violins to come out because they're the strongest section and you know so I get a little bit it gets a little more personal personal as well with that
0: yeah the, the reason I asked Rosendo is that I know for a fact that there is no mariachi music in pac- practice first so I'm wondering um, are you making your own exercises or are you or you know how are you how are you, what are your actually what music are you using with your students in practice first specifically
1: Yes. Uh, for, for, so what I did for practice, practice first is I did make my, uh, I uploaded the music that uh, the arranger had. I uploaded it to Muse, MuseScore, and then yes. from there I uploaded most of the most of the score to Practice First, and they were able to use that. Oh, fantastic! To uh, Practice First, and that worked out. And I also uploaded, I uploaded my own warm-ups uh, that I used. I uploaded them also to, to Music First, uh, to Practice First, where they can they can play along with the, with that as well.
0: That's fantastic. Very, very cool. Um, so you, so basically, you're using it as your assistant, uh, you know, assistant director, getting lots of, you know, um, showing them, uh, you know, it, I love the diction thing. That's so cool. You're, you're teaching these kids how to speak or how to sing the, the language. Because uh, it's yeah. obviously important that that it's that it's in the authentic language, and then you're putting your own chart. It's very, very cool. So um, I got a couple more questions for you. I, I just I could I could talk about mariachi for the next hour, but I just want to, <laughs> um, you know, what um, what advice would you give this this question? Is, there's two of them. What advice would you give for a, a director thinking of starting a mariachi ensemble? So that's the first one. And then what advice would you give somebody uh, who you think, you know, wants to incorporate technology into their teaching? So it's a two, two-parter. So start with the mariachi because, I, 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 you know, going back to this woman from Michigan, I mean, you know, if somebody walked into a school, let's say they're in, in um, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's never been a mariachi uh, program and they want to get one started, how, how would they do that?
1: Well, I think the first thing is to to get a ask about a curriculum. There there are some curriculums out there that are uh, based on mariachi, and I'm always willing to share. I'll give you my information as well. I have a curriculum that, that I've I've worked on my own that I've used from other people who've given me ideas about curriculum. So having a good curriculum set as to where you want the kids to, to start and and you know goes go setting that sixth grade and seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, and so forth. I think that's really important. Of course, uh, you know, talking to the administrators and see if you have some kind of funding because you will need the mariachi instruments to be able to uh, to teach it. Of course, so then you know, then finding some funding for a couple of instruments, um, and they're usually not very expensive. They cost about as much as a guitar, a classical guitar would cost at a music store. Um, so you know, they, they you can probably purchase just two or three of one. With uh, if you get a couple thousand dollars, you can get several instruments that you can start off the the mariachi with. Um, and then, of course, the next thing would be, you, you know, do a lot of studying, watch a lot of a lot of uh, uh, you can use YouTube videos or there's a, there's books out there um, that are very that have been staples in the mariachi education community. Uh, and they're mostly written by by educators from from here in Texas and some from California. And um, and I can also share that with you uh, as well, the the books that I use. Um, but I think you having that knowledge in the beginning that way. You can, you, can, you can stand firm against any other programs. Not that we're competing against the other programs, but we need to make sure that we have the mariachi is all, can, can be seen as something that is, uh, is going to discipline the students and teach them discipline through the music, just like band or orchestra or choir does. Because it does take a lot of discipline to, to be able to play the music in the correct style and to, and to sound professional and, and all these things that we try to do with our band students as well. Um, so I think that would be—it's just having all that knowledge together, and and being able to uh, being able to, to present that to an administrator, and, and hopefully having the support of your of your music peers, like the band directors, or orchestra directors, um, and choir directors. That way, you guys can work together and, and, and be able to work as a team rather than uh, be competing against each other, because that, that sometimes happens, of course, because you know we're taking kids from from that possibly could be in band or could possibly be not be in, in anything. But uh, you know, it's it's important to have that that team and and be able to have a good starting point and and know where you're going before you start.
0: And are, and are I, it's a great great point. Just before you get to the tech side of things, are there workshops in the summer? Do you know of? I mean, are there are there places where teachers can go get training for for this?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, there there is some workshops. I know that they they always have a workshop. I think in Las, Las Vegas has a workshop. With the uh, with the with the very well known mariachi educator who who has his who owns his own mariachi uh, professional mariachi and they play all over the world and they they've been nominated for Grammys and so forth and so he has a workshop where he teaches he talks a lot about the style um, because you know more, more more than anything mariachi music is is the style of it it's just you know the kids have to know how to play the instruments correctly just like they would in any other ensemble. And then you start really working on the style of mariachi. Yep. Um, and so that's really important. But yeah, there's, there's several workshops in Las Vegas and California. There's also workshops in the, even here and, and, um, in, in Texas. Uh, we'll have, we have a workshop this week. Actually tomorrow, we're driving uh, seven hours from San Angelo to Edinburgh to go to a competition. And, and there's going to be a workshop for the directors that, uh, that wow. there's going to, where we're going to get to learn. So it's going to, it's pretty nice. There, there's a lot of opportunities. just doing a little search and, and you'll find, hopefully there'll be something close um to where, where anybody is. But of course, as you know, like you said, the Southwest is, is probably the, the most the area where you're gonna find the most competitions and workshops and, and conventions and so forth.
0: And and then, and then Rosenda, from the tech side, I'm imagining, I mean, did you get started with tech when you met Dr. Dyer? or have you been using it in the past with your students?
1: Well, I have used it in the past. I started using the <laughs> Google Classroom, but there were certain limitations to it that, you know, that I, I, I just couldn't get really into. Um, but I I do use um, I have a, like for my guitar my guitar class I have I use my iPhone I use the iPad my iPhone what I use it for I have a little arm that I connect to my guitar and I and I am able to project through the projector my myself playing on the guitar so the kids can have a bit, a bigger look if I have, you know because I have like 27 kids in there so it's tough for them everybody to see where my fingers are at or how I'm placing my fingers or how I'm strumming because there's a certain way that needs to be in, that we need to strum. Um, and so, you know, those that technology has helped me. The iPad I use for, you know, I have metronomes. I have, uh, we do uh, recording a lot on the iPad, and uh, and I also use, I have a, a MacBook, and, I, and what we do that has been extremely helpful with them, with the, uh, with the at the varsity level, is that we, we have microphones, and I use uh, Logic Pro X where we record right off the bat, and then right, I play it right back to them, and and they're able to really hear what they're you know we get each student on a mic and they're like oh we didn't come in together here so we need to let's work on that let's work on the entrance let's work on the releases let's work on on your intonation all that that stuff the technology has been really important and I think that gives us that extra edge that we want especially when we go out to compete
0: that's uh that's great you're basically using every tool you can get your hands on uh, to 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 get these kids into the music to get them to be playing it as best as they can that's I mean you're that's just so commendable and it's exactly in my opinion how technology should be used so I have a big smile on my face Rosendo um, so I've got one more question for you uh, and that is the the magic wand question um, and if, if what that is, is 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 there something that you wish either music first or music technology could do that. It isn't doing now. That would really help you.
1: Well, I think with music first, I, I I know that you know in the past we've had a just a couple of keys here and there with the the integration of of uh, like iOS and and Chrome and all this and and so that I think that would be really and I, um that would be my main focus is uh you know just getting it to where we we can have be extremely smooth with that um, and then I think. Uh, the interface of music first I think I love it there's just a couple of things that I would have differently but I mean I think for for what we're doing right now it's it's perfect and I, and I know that you I, it was great talking to you guys at TMA because you guys are right there with us you're like okay yeah we're we're gonna we're working on this we're doing you have so many things on your list uh, I think the the lady that helped me she was saying oh we have so many things on this that we're working on we're gonna fix it and that's really awesome for for me to hear because a lot of those things that she was mentioning was like, oh, okay, well, I haven't thought about. So it's in the works. It's gonna be. It's 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 a learning process, of course. And I think you guys are on the right track by by constantly trying to improve and become better. And I think it, it's it's only it's already a great program. And like I said, I use it like my assistant. And uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be great and even better in the future. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: No, I, I really appreciate that, and and uh, you know one of the beauties of uh, our platform being completely web based uh, and and in the music education market where every single music teacher i mean we we get literally hundreds and hundreds of requests for features, and what we basically do is when we hear certain features being requested like frequently, um, we add that to the priority list this is by the way any any company in the software world should be doing this, and they probably are. Um, but we have some really great things uh, planned for the for this summer. I think everybody's going to love when you mention the little kinks that you may have experienced with iOS. Um, we're we're implementing what is known as responsive design, so that if students, this is we're work. It's a massive project, uh, but it will be out for the fall uh, or for the next school year. You know, for like August, it'll be ready. Uh, that means that if a kid is on their I- iPhone, they won't have to squint to see all the stuff. It will just say, oh, you're on an iPhone, and will completely reformat, be much easier for them to see. I'm sure that will help because it's a phone-filled world that these kids are uh, <laughs> living in. Well, Rosendo, yeah, sure. it's been a delight to speak with you. Um, I, I I I hope that uh, what I'll do is when, when – um, when I post the episode, I'll make sure that any links that you share with me off the air, I'll put in there so that if people want to go and find out more about your program or, or maybe uh, workshops, I'll make sure that there <laughs> excuse me, our links, uh, are links for folks. But uh, I can't thank you enough. I, I hope to one day get out to San Angelo uh, to see uh, or to Edinburgh or, or wherever uh, you bring your ensembles to see you guys play in person. I, I really appreciate the time you spent with us this evening.
1: Yes, sir. No problem. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it.
0: My pleasure, Rosendo. All the best to you, and uh, I hope the competition goes well tomorrow. I'll follow up and see how it went. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care, Rosendo. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Profiles in Teaching with Technology from Music First. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. If you would like to stay up to date with other music teachers doing innovative things in their classrooms with technology, please subscribe to our podcast through whatever outlet you listen to podcasts on. Thanks for listening.